uh, another edition of the Totally Corrupt Podcast. It's episode 128. 128. Go ahead and give us a follow on Spotify and get in the conversation on Getter. It's G E T T R. Our handle is at Totally Corrupt. You can find at Totally Corrupt on both Getter and True Social. It's bringing the captain. Get this party started. Here we go. Captain. Yeah. Well, we just listened to the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I thought it was ingenious that I was the captain of an airplane, and then every time we started the show, I did a dab. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we're getting ready to take off. And I realized in that song, Yeah. right at the nine-second mark, if you listen closely and turn it up, uh, somebody in the back is bubbling a fucking uh, 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 a pot pipe. Like a little bubbler marijuana contraption dude i i've never i've listened to that song a million times i've never heard it that way i was sitting there i was like okay this is a song you pick so i listened to it because it's the intros you know we only have what 20 seconds that we might play and i was like right at nine seconds oh my god no wonder i got it somewhere like subliminal messaging to me it's like do this later on when you do a podcast kid yeah, you know, so listen. So restart this. Awesome. Restart this podcast and listen to this song. Do a dab. Wait, That's what the captain no, well, says? Well, I'm just no, no. I'm just saying, re- stop right now, rewind, and listen to the first nine seconds of Rolling Stones. It is awesome. You, <laughs> you're a big old boiler. <laughs> hey, uh, what's going on in your neck of the woods? You got any homeless encampments coming into your neighborhood? Not yet. I do. Not yet. Not yet. I was going to say, well, uh, you just happy birthday officially on the podcast. Just oh, happened, thank you, happened this week. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. You turned 25. 25 again. Yeah. It's lo- my uh, 25. It. Now I got to add. It's my 21st anniversary of my 25th birthday. Right on. Did you do anything for your so, birthday? Well, I did, I or did just, just lay low? I just think, do the old no, man, old I, man birthday thing. We just don't do shit. You know what's yeah, funny? You know what I'm just old. All right, I'll give you a recap of my birthday. I took my birthday off, and I didn't realize I was gonna fuck myself because normally I have Monday, Tuesday off, and my boss is like, "Oh, he wants Thursday off. Okay, I'll give him Thursday off, but then he has to work Monday or Tuesday." I'm like, "Ah, shit." So anyway, long story short, I was I told, you know, I take care of pops, and I was like, uh, "This is what we're gonna do tomorrow. We're gonna do this, this, and this." Then I woke up in the morning, I went and checked on him, and he wasn't done sleeping. So I had to re- revamp the plans. But we still watched, uh, we got we got some uh, breakfast around uh, 1230. There's this place that serves breakfast all day, so I got something to go. And then uh, after he ate, he's like, man, I'm a little tired. I go, oh, hey, why don't you take a nap? I'll go. That's the best thing about dabs is that when my dad wants to take a nap, I can go upstairs, take a dab. I can pass out for two hours, no problem. So 
right before I did that, I ordered us a couple of uh, tickets to go see Maverick Top Gun. Nice. So we went and saw that last night at like seven ten, and it was the first time because I haven't been in I haven't been in a theater since like a year before COVID, so three years, right? Whatever, just three and a half years. And uh, I went and I was like, yeah, my dad's handicapped, so I got the handicap like so you could sit like right at the best spot, and we got the middle, and I ordered it online, and we we went and sat in there, and they're recliners now, dude. There were recliners in a fucking movie theater. Really. Like the, like the rich ones, like there's the only a, there's a really they don't swanky sell one alcohol, in but Bellevue, like, like kind of like that. Uh, well, they had a swanky one in a Gay Harbor too, but uh, anyway, we went and saw Maverick, and the interesting fact about that movie is that that movie was ready to go right before COVID hit. And then COVID hit, and Tom Cruise was very adamant. He goes, "I want people to see this in the theater." So he he was one of the co one of the main producers. So he just held on to it, held on to it. He's like, "I don't care about the money right now. I want people to see it in the theaters." And if you get the chance to see it in the theaters, what an experience! It was, it, it was, it was like watching a movie back in the '80s when you when you walked out and you felt really good. And it's like a lot of those what, shows and TV what do you, what do you, movies you watch now, you feel depressed. How many stars? Like, five oh. out of five? Oh, fuck. If I only got five stars, I'll give it ten. All right. I'll tell you what. Not many sequels meet or surpass their original. And you know Top Gun was amazing. I mean, around Washington, it was the uh, – uh, we used to have the Street of Dreams – where they built these really big houses and people could tour them and you could do it for like two weeks. And this is back when people just started uh, putting uh, like theaters in there. Like they'd have an extra room. So they put like theater system in there and you'd go in there and Top Gun was always playing. So <laughs> to, to see them come back and actually outdo the first one was pretty amazing. Yeah, nice. It's hard to do for a sequel unless you're fucking Keanu Reeves. Yeah. A lot happened this week. I but, turned uh, older. You turned older. Um, you, you did a dab. and someone... Nancy, Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi almost started World War III. Yeah, no shit, right? I mean, they're sending planes over Taiwan, right? China. Yes. Well, they seen that we 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 put our tails between our leg and got out of Afghanistan. We're not helping Ukraine at all, really, except we're giving them a lot more money than it. We, Every, we everybody more. knows why Nancy's there. It's a political stunt, and I saw uh, Trump. Trump was in. Uh, he was doing a rally. And uh, I think he was Wisconsin. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, he was he somewhere. Was. And uh, tonight, and he's just like, hey, yeah, I'm in this beautiful place called Wisconsin. Anybody hear about it? He just has a way of energizing the crowd. You know, what a way. It's like, yeah, I live here. I love it. Ooh, you know, it's not Wisconsin. Chicago. It's not, it's not Chicago. It's not fucking New York. It's not fucking L.A. It's fucking Wisconsin. I have to worry about walking down the street and getting shot. 
it's Wisconsin, but they're uh, doing the the uh, 2024 GOP um, meeting there. Well, it's a massive swing state, you know. I mean, all those well, like they're trying- Midwest, you know, Great Lakes states, all of them, Pennsylvania to Wisconsin. They're all except for Illinois. Is like Chicago runs that shit, but Chicago ain't running shit other than crime right now. No, thanks, Mary Lightfoot. I don't. I don't want to say it. You know, it's crazy. Okay, so like, I just heard this story. Uh, the IRS just purchased a shitload of ammunition and guns. Did you hear about that? Uh, yeah, and and. Actually, I think UPS won't deliver them. They ordered like 5 million rounds. You know, like I, at Cabela's, that doesn't mean, you know, unlimited is 5 but, million but rounds. You, you, you as a law-abiding citizen. Even though if you live in Washington State, I believe Cabela's is unlimited rounds right now. So I shouldn't say that, but I'm saying it. Get it while you can. Get it while you can. The unlimited thing, the unlimited, how many boxes you can buy. That doesn't exist right now. Hey, it's it's about being ready. And thing is, it's like people don't even see. Uh, I I actually see it, and I hope it doesn't happen. I hope I'm wrong, but I see a food shortage. I mean, if you got a chest freezer, or if you can buy some of those two or four month supply things, do it. I mean, you got to think about where all of our grains come from. We don't we don't we don't keep anything anymore. We export it. Like we uh, export our uh, gasoline reserves for military expense to China. Um, so it's our number one enemy and we're giving them a million barrels, really. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, then, you know, we send Nancy or Nancy decides to go there on her own. And then, you know, everybody's backing her up like, oh, she can go there on her own free will. Well, what the fuck ever? I mean, like, we all know what she's doing with like, you know, the the, the chip bill that's in the house right now. And then... You know, her she's posturing herself just trying to get her husband out of DUI. Yeah, she's playing the stock market game right now. She's she's going over there just to make sure this deal's gonna go through. She's like, you know, so that she can make a bunch of money off this shit. I don't think she's going over for that. She's it's distraction. Her her husband fucked her. Hey, shout out to Mike. I mean, shout out to Mike Boyle. Nancy Pelosi's a whore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well like, she is. She's a whore. I mean, well, you know, he apologized for saying that, and I said, "Dude, that was this—that was the perfect." No, I'm not saying I'm not saying she's not, but she'd like the whole country to be. She's trying to break down the family, the nucleus. Yeah, it's fucked up. I, I mean, mean, no, she's in it for herself, you know, like big time with the money. Like she's setting huh? herself up with stocks right now, and like all the people that you know support her too. You know what I'm saying? She's been doing that for 30, 40 years, dude. Right. I mean, she's. Of course, she's a gangster at it. She's like fucking Pelosi, mafia. Come on now. Hey, can I ask you a question? You think she has a fucking uh, fent, uh, a, a wall around her house? Probably not. You don't think she has a wall around her house? Oh, Security, her house? cameras. Well, yeah. What, what, yeah, of course she does. But she can't. She's they got her own secret service. She's got her own secret service. She's number three in charge, dude. They have guns. Why do you need guns? Exactly. It's it's all it's all hypocritical. Uh, 
I don't know about you, but I don't have Secret Service, so I need a gun or I need a, a taser or I need some self-protection at the house. No. I mean, I don't have Secret Service, so the cops are going to take, if the cops show up nowadays, order a pizza, see what shows up first. Yeah, no shit, right? You know, well, uh, in other news, uh, I don't know if you've been following Joe Kent, but he just, uh, they went through their primary on August 2nd, right? That's when, August, uh, yep. A couple yep. days ago. They're still counting votes, dude. And this guy was down, like, on Jamie Herrera Butler by, like, 2,000 votes you know, like, last whole, night. He's at, he's, you know, the whole bit bullshit dude, thing about that. He's whole at thing. 257 I, I love, votes separates. I them. love Joe Kent. Me and you both love Joe Kent. And the thing, Democrats are so scared that they pumped in like three times the amount of money he could spend. Yeah. To, against uh, try to try to try to try to basically buy the vote there. And it's like and and I saw a couple of commercials on TV at work and they were totally smearing him. And I'm like, this is a which channel was he a Green Beret or Navy SEAL Green Beret. And, and his wife was spectacular. And then she unfortunately had, you know, didn't make it back to country land. And uh, it, it's just, it's just wild for them to smear somebody who's actually, actually a true national patriot. Like, like, like the whole country. He went over, his wife went over. And he decided to get out of the service because he didn't want his children to be orphans. You know, he's like, well, and now he's trying, trying to fix things that, I mean, President Trump didn't even know who he was when they first met each other. And uh, remember, President Trump was at a, uh, the ceremony where they take the coffins off the plane. Don't. And he goes, he didn't know why he was there. And he goes, yeah, my wife got killed over there and stuff. And he goes, let me ask you a question. What would you have done different? And he listened to Joe intently, like what he would have done differently. And I think that's how Trump makes his decision. He finds somebody, he finds people that have gone through tragic things or would like to avoid them. And, and he figures out a better way. And it's like, it's like nobody else does that. It's like, how can you say this guy doesn't care? I mean, fucking Biden, Biden doesn't care. Joe Kent lost his wife. Biden ain't doing that shit, you know, for people that are coming back. He's just trying to figure out what flavor of ice cream he wants. I don't know. It's fucking, I heard heard that he was on like some video message fucking thing with somebody and goes, oh, got to leave for an emergency. Goes back. Well, he's got. Goes he's back. Got and, COVID. And, hold on. He, yeah, right. He was isolated, so he was doing like this video conference with like these people over dinner, and uh, he goes, "Hold on, gotta go, emergency." And he comes back and sits down, and he goes, "Had to shoot forty-eight fucking missiles into Syria or something like that." And he goes, "How's the cream brulee?" And just like laughed it off. I mean. We should laugh him off. I mean, what a joke! He is a joke. What a joke! I mean, it's. I mean, it's. 
and the thing is you got to look around your community yourself it's like everybody wants us to vote one way or another but everything that they've done has charged have basically everybody in my neighborhood and the surrounding neighborhoods are median class people not even people that are making over three hundred thousand dollars a year it's just people that are probably making between 80 and you know a household probably 150 140 you know and that's how it is and it's like everything that you just voted for is now costing you six thousand dollars a year more i mean there's a lot less i mean try to get baby formula but also try to just get normal necessities or or let's just say you have family coming over and you're like hey i want to cook chicken and steak on the barbecue and you're like oh my god it's like twice as much you know it's like he he said he wasn't gonna raise taxes on anybody making more than 400 or less than four hundred thousand dollars a year but the bottom line is is that uh everything he's done is a hidden tax everything. that's causing all these problems and people need to realize you need to start voting for who makes your life better, not what makes you feel better. Right. Every, everybody's trying to make you feel guilty. We need opportunity. I mean, you can't I would like to talk about this monkeypox thing. Okay. What about monkeypox? I heard only. Well, I heard uh, 95, 95% of the people who get monkeypox are male on male. And. And uh, they have gay sex. Male on male. And uh, <laughs> 45 to 50% of the people that get monkeypox have AIDS already. So, you know, obviously you can get through that. So it's a it's national, a national pandemic. Yeah, but I would like to just crisis. say if you want to if if avoid it, do not worry about wearing a face mask or hand gloves. But just don't have sex at orgies just, just wear condoms well no i'm just no just don't even just take take two weeks off it's called slowing take the curve two weeks off two, i yeah, mean 14 we did, days we did it at, it, curve. well we did it and it lasted us two years two, and, two and, and a half like, years yeah it doesn't work but i'm just saying stop sucking cock and sticking your fucking penis in some guy's asshole for fucking two weeks and i guarantee you the monkeypox goes away. You don't need a whole fucking isolation of vaccine. You guys just need to stop being so fucking horny. I mean, I'm horny. Jerk off. Fuck, it's not a big deal. Sex additions. You know, that's mm. that's what uh, they say about these kids with the that want to be trans or whatever. Like they're just people. With You're sex. getting a little fluffy. You're getting a little uh, fluffy on your uh, uh, communication with me. Okay. Can you like a chords, uh, yeah, I can hear you. It's just fluffy. I don't know how to fix that. As long as you can hear me, I'm fine. I don't know how to fix that. Maybe it'll fix itself. I can hear myself so, just fine. Hit it with a hammer. You'll be fine. No. That's how my dad fixed everything in the house back in the day. Well, it is just a, probably just a cord loose on your end, but who gives a fuck? Like, you know. Well, as long as I'm coming through clear. Well, you're coming, you're coming through just fine. You know, it just... Uh, careful on your dab coughs because if you cough too loud the russians will put you in jail for nine years hey 
honestly, think about this. Okay, we want to talk about uh, the WNBA player that subsidized, subsidized from the NBA. All right, let's talk. Um, she went to a different country with different laws, and she was bringing in stuff she shouldn't bring in. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying that's our laws. But she was bringing in shit like basically the you smoke, basically weed oil. That's you your, gotta realize that's, we're so that's your drug of choice, right? Well, we're we're so spoiled in America. We are so spoiled because, I mean, you can do open drugs in the middle of the street. She, I'm not saying she's not doing open drugs. She's not putting a needle in her arm and fucking twitching out on the sidewalk or anything. But she went to a country by her own free will and tried to bring something the country says is a no-no. And she got caught. And unfortunately, with the way things are right now, she's going to get a harsh sentence. But, I mean, she probably washed her whole NBA career away. But it kind of was her choice. She chose to, to allow that opportunity to affect her. And I'm not saying she was trying to, like, bring over pounds of drugs, you know. She was trying to just bring over marijuana cartridges. You know, she, you know she's been doing that like nonstop on the road on I know, WNBA games in the United States. If I was going to go visit, if I was going to go visit Russia, I wouldn't even go over there with a suitcase other than a suitcase filled with clothes. You're right. Because I don't dumb. know. That I was, don't know. That was a dumb I, move. It, I've made well, that move. I made that move. And and on top of it, she would kneel. During the national anthem, I would not. I didn't never did that. The country of her, the country that she comes from. Now she's begging us to help her, and it's like you're a WNBA star that you can't really make money on your own freaking uh, watch. You have to be subsidized from the NBA, and you want equal pay. That doesn't make any fucking sense. But on the other hand, you also went to a foreign country with a drug that they criminalize. And even though it's okay for you to do it in your country, you can't do it over there. So you got caught. I hate to say it. I mean, I sat there and thought about it a lot. When she first got caught, I was like, this is stupid. They should just let her go. But the more I thought about it, you got to realize the power that the Russians have with that. And they almost, they, they, they uh, turned down a deal to get the, uh, the 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 what, 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 the guy that used to trade arms for Russia in like right. you, uh, Iran and everywhere else they're I trying mean, to trade trade Russia's like okay the man of death yeah the we'll, man of death we'll, they, they, we'll give you back your WNBA player for one of the world's greatest terrorists of, it sounds like it's the baddest trade in the world it's like no yeah. it's like the baddest trade in the world it's like your sports team and you're like we'll take him for her. And it's like, uh, she can't even dunk. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like watching it's like watching your team at the NFL draft and you're just hoping they pick somebody and they pick like a punter and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Right. I mean, that's what it's like. We're going to give up the star quarterback like Russell Wilson for a punter in the third round. <laughs> That's what that's I mean, what Russia wants. I mean, they want they want Russell Wilson, and they're only well willing to give us well, back the, Brittany Gaynor, who's 
parts. I've been talking about this a while. It's like it's like we're doing our thing with Russia, but China is over there looking at Taiwan, going, "Oh, it looks pretty tasty." Now Pelosi gave us a reason to go over there. You know, it's like they can't get their shit together. They can't make our streets safe. They let the, the criminals in and out of the. I mean, seriously, the one thing they need to like not reform, just abolish is the no cash bill. I mean, <laughs> there's a stat that in, I think it's New York, that there's 10 guys in the last year and a half have committed 490 crimes, got arrested, got let out, go do the same fucking thing. 10 guys. I mean, that, that adds up. You need to start keeping some of these. You need to keep. I remember when I was a kid and my parents put me in timeout. I didn't like it. I had to face a fucking corner and sit there until they let me go. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do that again. So I don't want timeout. Throw people in fucking prison. You can't though. You that's commit a crime. They're, you do the time. They're too, too, too full. So they. that's why people are getting and, turned around. Uh, it's just... Uh, I mean, you either need to build more prisons. That could, that could, someone could run on that. You want to get rid of the crime? No, there's a, lot, build more there's prisons. a lot of prisons. There's a lot of prisons with not too many people in them right now because the prosecutors are letting them out. The George Soros funded prosecutors are just being like, oh, that's not a crime anymore. You're a prosecutor. You do not get to say what a crime is and a crime isn't. That's already been, that's already been established. Your job as a prosecutor is to prosecute crimes accordingly. You can't, I mean, what they're doing is so unlawful, maybe unconstitutional. I don't know. But I mean, when somebody breaks a crime, they got to do a little time. And if they don't, what do they do? They do the same thing because you let them get away with it. It's like a kid that you don't spank. And maybe we should bring back spankings. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like fucking everything that's going on in this world is so either so crazy. It's brought on because our parents didn't teach us to be hardened fucking warriors like the guys from World War Two. Because like, I mean, we didn't grow up in like really hard times. Really, I mean, you you were born in the seventies. I was born in the eighties. You know? I hate the fact that they. I hate the fact we grew that up with TV white privilege. If you live in America, you have America privilege, and that's what that NBA, WNBA basketball player is experiencing right now. She has American privilege, and she goes over there, and she has no privilege at all. No, and she was she was barking about how how America sucks. Yeah, I I you think I, she likes I, I like you America think she, now. You think, you think you'd rather live in Russia? I mean, seriously. Listen, I, br- mean, seriously. I, I brought weed across the border, or tried to bring weed across the Canadian border. Canadian. Uh, allegedly. And uh, they stopped me because uh, I basically told them that I smoked weed. And they're like, well, do you got any weed on you? And I'm like, well, I can't lie to this guy, but like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, it's long story short, right? So like, they're like, completely stopped me up there but in canada weed is not that big a deal like it is in russia like fucking i knew that they were not going to charge me for like having a little bit of personal it just basically told you to go back home yep 
but I can't yeah, go back. You I need can, to turn around and go back home, and you can't come back up here for two years or something. But they're really strict on alcohol, really strict on alcohol. You got a DUI, you cannot go into Canada. Well, the best thing is not trying to cross a border when you're drunk. Well, but if you're no, in, you get drunk in America, but if, and you get convicted but if you're of that, in Canada, you cannot go Canada, to Canada. They, they, they look at your record and say, "No, Danny Brooks, you fucking have a DUI, and you can't come come over. You are a danger to our I, society. I, hey, you're like a hey, murderer." Hey, hey, I got that expunged. Hey, you know what? Whatever, that's fine. But like, maybe you're allowed, but I'm not. I got one of those things. Well. We're definitely not allowed to do whatever Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton does. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I got that Alex Jones clip or whatever. Like, so Alex Jones is in court, right? He's getting sued. Mm-hmm. He's getting sued for the alleged damage to the Sandy Hook families from like. They originally wanted to try. They originally wanted to sue him for like 120 million dollars, and it was like now from like you can sue him for when eight, was this? Eight, ten, ten got, years. They ago? got him for four, four point two. Yeah. And they're still pushing on him over this shit. And all Alex Jones said, he goes, potentially, he goes, this didn't happen. This is fake news. And it's like, and then everybody's all distraught over that. The families are saying people are coming after him. And who fucking knows? I don't know. But anyway, so he's in court. And you sent me that clip. And I didn't. I've been watching his show all week. And he's talking about it on his fucking show, you know, Infowars. And uh, he fucking is like, yeah, the, the, the Judge Goblin or Goblin looks like a goblin. <laughs> you know, he's like fucking just. She hates him. She hates him. Yeah, he she hates him. So totally unfair. So he's the, the clip you sent me was him him up on, uh, you know, the fucking. That's a bad. That's a bad thing with Alex Jones. It's a great thing, but a bad thing. I think he has a former Tourette's where he just comes out. And he can't stop himself. He just starts shaking. He's like, ah, she's a troll. Yeah. He just goes, and he says what's on his mind. So I got to respect the guy. So but it, I mean, from, from your perspective, I can't play the clip for whatever reason. Alex Jones, let's set the scene. Alex Jones is on the stand and then fucking. So, okay. Okay. Let me, let me set it up. So, it was one of those fights. Joe Rogan is sitting on the front lines, and and the attorney asks uh, Alex Jones, "They're like, so uh, you think there's a conspiracy theory, uh, theory about smuggling kids in for sex slave and trafficking and stuff like that?" And he goes, "Oh, uh, you're talking about what Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Bill Clinton did." And then they cut back to like a scene from a UFC fight, and Joe Rogan just sits back in his chair and goes, "Oh, oh, he just got laid out." <laughs> you know, yeah, that shit is pretty funny. The way Joe, the way the way Alex Jones said it, he goes, "Oh, like the same thing." Uh, you know, the guy that got hung in the prison and uh, Bill Clinton. Ah, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not a dirty bastard. I don't. I'm older. I guess I am a dirty bastard, but I just don't like any girls under 40 because I think I don't want to handle them. I want to sit at home. I don't want to go out to bars anymore and stuff. But there are some creepy bastards that would love to have like a 12 or 14 or 17 year old. And it's just like, I've always found that creepy. It's just creepy. I don't know. Maybe it's because my sister had a lot of girls and I felt protective and you have a sister. I'm sure you feel the same way about me. You have a younger sister. 
you'd always be protective of her. You want her to be safe. And it's like, I don't like people taking advantage of people. No, that's not good. Yeah, people. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the grooming in schools now. Well, I don't know what the grooming is because I did find the clip though. Here, we could play it real quick. Let's see. Ready? Ready. On your show, is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, <coughs> child trafficking, and the grooming of children? Right? You mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? <laughs> <laughs> and then in the background it's like a like as as if someone knocked out you know it might it might be a little he might have a, he might have a little Tourette's but I tell you what Alex Jones if you think about what he said in the past most of that stuff came true Alex Jones is pretty spot on about most things I mean not everything but like I'd say 80% not not the, not the Sandy Hook thing but you know he admitted you know, whatever, but like, who gives a fuck? You know, guys like me and you can just, you know, we can say some shit. Someone gets mad at us and, you know, I'm oh, sorry. We said we we're sorry. Our next, very next episode, you know, no one gives, you know, a, no one gives a fuck. You, you know, you like, know, no matter what we say, no matter what we say, there's somebody out there that will be mad at us if they hear us. A hundred percent. And the funny thing is, it's like, bring it on. And if you want to come on the show and talk about it, let's talk about it. And the thing is, most of the people that would criticize people that do shows or talk, they'll never come on. They're just like, you're you're bigot, you're fascist, you're racist. And I'm like, oh, you're with Antifa. Great. Yeah. I figured you didn't want to come out on the show without a face mask and a fucking, you know, hoodie. I mean, it's, you know, we aren't the violent people. We're not trying to start a fight. We're just trying to talk. We're trying to figure out what, what's gone fucked up because a lot of shit's fucked up. I mean, the homeless encampments are getting closer and closer in my neighborhood. When I was coming home the other day from the movie theater, I saw right up the road about six, eight blocks down, people just with cars that have broken out windows and tents and stuff. And, and people are like, don't you feel bad for them? And I'm like, no, they're trying to get closer to their drug dealers. I mean, you really think if, if there's so many programs out there and the thing is we got to realize is that people that are causing the homeless problem for the most part are people that are addicted to drugs and we're allowing them to shoot up in the middle of the street, shake uncontrollably, break into, jump over some, there's a news article I saw today, a guy was fully nude jumped over a house, broke into a house, and tried to uh, basically sexually harass uh, a wife as her husband was laying next to him. It's like, things have gone kooky. Things have gone kooky. In some places, though, you know, it looks like things might be getting better. Do you know who Carrie Lake is? Yes. Okay, so she's right. But explain to the audience. She's running for governor in Arizona. When I went to the Trump rally, I got to meet her people and uh, see her speak, actually, and uh, which was pretty cool. That was back in January. But she just uh, won the the primaries uh, in Arizona, officially taken every single county in Arizona. 
Dude, what the fuck? It took every county. She took every county in Arizona. Hey, as far as I've seen, everybody that Trump endorses won. He's 45 and 0. Could you imagine that as a baseball statistic? Hey, you know, Joe's right there. So Lauren Culp, I don't know about Lauren Culp, but uh, Joe's right there too. And then there was a lot of other people too. The Truder Dixon in Michigan. Like that's that would be a that'd be a huge change. Lauren, what's her name? Gretmeyer, whatever. Gretchen Whitmeyer. Yeah. Well, she'd be gone. Yeah, she's horrible. That Truder Dick Dixon just won her primary too. So we've got Arizona and Michigan going with like some strong Trump back candidates. Now here in Washington, it's it's a tougher game. You know, Culp and Joe can't have a harder game here because really there's only a couple red counties in their districts. And they're up against other Republicans too, which is really fucked up. There's a lot of Republicans. And surprisingly not a lot of Democrats. He made it he made it he made a deal with the Republicans. He goes, Hey, whoever gets the Trump endorsement, everybody backs out. And everybody agreed. And then one broad sitting there like, No, I got endorsement I got it I got <laughs> I got money from an outside source that I'm not gonna in, in, you know, disclose, yeah. but uh, I'm going to run against you. It's like, what? Yeah, that woman's still in the race, too. She took so many fucking votes away from, you know, it's basically Joe Kent versus uh, Herrera. The Butler. world. Herrera Butler, but, like, there's also this chick that says Heidi St. John. She was said that she was backed by Trump. So there's, like, all this inner fighting on the Republicans here, in, which is traditionally a red district. So you've got like all these Republican votes getting split up over like three candidates, and all of a sudden, you know, there's like a Democrat in the mix too, who's actually beating all of them. And Joe's just got to beat Herrera Butler because she's number two. If he's number two, he's going against a Democrat. Hopefully, he wins that shit. You know, I'm not sure. You know what I? You know what I gotta say? Trump's solid. You know where he comes from. Joe's solid. You know where he comes from. These people that are trying to interfere are trying to make us weaker, period. Bottom line, in my opinion. It's like we already bent over backwards to fucking give you everything you want. And and the political structure, in my opinion, when it worked best, was like a marriage. And the Democrats always been the women of the marriage and the conservatives that are thinking about paying bills are always the men. We're like, uh, okay, well, you want to you want to spend all this money? Where where are we gonna where are we gonna fucking get it? And now they got to a certain point where they're just like, no, I'm gonna take it from you. It's like almost like a divorce. The Democrat Party doesn't even want to talk or have a conversation with the Republican Party because they it's like they're at a divorce and they're trying to get as much as they can. In alimony, in uh, everything, they want to take. I mean, they want to. They don't want to just take some, some their significant other's house. They want to take your house. They want to tell you you have no right to uh, own a car anymore. That's one of the other things they talked about. Is that there should not be any ownership of cars, but just a car share. And it's like, I'm pretty anal about my car like 
I like my car because I know if I, I don't want to like drive my car to work. And then, and then when I get off work, I have to all of a sudden drive somebody else's car. You know, it's like, maybe that guy's a slot. I mean, they, they want to eliminate ownership. And the thing is, if they eliminate ownership, who's that going to affect the middle class, the lower class? I mean, the lower class, if you think about it, is the ones they're trying to represent. And they're like, oh, yeah, uh, gas is a little more expensive. Why don't you buy an electric car? And they're like, I don't make that much money to buy a $65,000 electric car. Maybe down the road, you know, but you know, that's I, the whole thing. Is- I thought about this with those electric cars, okay? If that becomes the standard, do you know who the number one uh, auto parts maker in the whole world will be? China. Oh yeah. Where the fuck do you think all the electronics come from? (laughs) Okay, well, let me ask you another question. How are you going to charge these batteries? With the sun. With the power of the sun. No, you're not. There's no. What are you, Superman? Seriously, I mean, when it comes to charging these cars, it was hilarious. I was watching a video clip and. This is one of those people that were like, she was all into electric cars and stuff. And the reporter goes, cool. Yeah, I love electric cars. This is great. Where's the electricity coming from? How you charge them? And she goes, well, from the plug. And he goes, yeah, I know. But where, where, where does that electricity come from? And she goes, well, I don't know. And so the guy, the reporter went and found the guy that runs the power plant and said, hey, where does this electricity come from? He goes, ah, about 40, 50% from coal and about, uh, you know, 40, uh, 40 or 50% um, uh, natural gas. So they're powering the cars with the stuff they're trying to get us to stop using. And if you, let's just say California, think about California, you make everybody, and I, I heard gas in California in certain parts is like $8.25. So you're forced in California when most people are leaving because they can't afford it anymore and they're tired of your shit. You're forcing them to go straight electric. And I thought California has some problems with their power grid. So now if you're plugging in your car... Yeah, good, in good in the middle of that. winter when you're trying to run your heater or in the middle of summer when you're trying to run your AC, uh, could you imagine the blackouts? They, I mean, they were happening when I was living down there ten, over 10 years ago. That was before electric cars. I lived down there before electric cars when they had smog. They still have smog. No, but that, that's the that's bullshit, though, is that they're trying to sell you on one thing they're like, do this, do this, do this. And you're like, okay, if I do that, can you, uh, and they're like, oh no, we need more money because we need to build more, uh, windmills or we need to build this or that. And it's like, you told me, you know, if I did, everybody says that you nuclear told me if energy. I did this, nuclear energy is the main thing that will help our country. But the, the Green New Deal, anybody who's sitting there talking about, and I think about this. I think about this all the time. It's like, what is the purpose of Earth? Like, the whole solar system. Think about this. 
there was nine planets at one time. Now there's eight. Pluto got kicked out. We have a solar system. We have these big planets that actually rotate around us and they block a lot of asteroids that try to kill us, you know, like the, the dinosaurs. And so a lot of these other planets take impact. It, it's, it's kind of just normal for me that the purpose of the planet in any solar system that can provide life that's the purpose of the planet is to provide life and whatever life does with that i mean yeah we could do nuclear war and all that stuff and there's a million ways to blow ourselves up or walk across the street and get hit by a car you know all sorts of stupid shit. but it's like the whole purpose of the universe or the solar system and the universe is to provide the ability for life to to achieve and then we get this life to achieve and then people are like ah i don't do birth control i don't do condoms i'm just going to kill my i'm going to kill my fetus or all this shit and it's like no the whole purpose of the the planet is to provide the inhabitants it's, it's there's a reason they call it mother nature mother nature is here for you Mother Nature is here to care for you and provide for you as best you can. And, and it seems like we're fucking up mother, late mother Nature a lot. Whether or not you believe in God, that's a different thing. Well, one thing I do know is that if it gets hotter, that means that the water gets warmer, right? Which means that things cool. that, things that were, you know, cold at a certain level below sea temperature now it's that's cold you have to go even further down so that changes like the ecosystem like doesn't the fucking ocean level that shit out like you know like if the fucking climate of the ocean changes then the whole world changes and yeah but you could ask barack obama because he lives on a uh, Martha's Vineyards on uh, oceanfront property and just bought a $15 million house a couple of years ago. So He's not worried about it. He lives on the water. No. Well, because he knows it doesn't exist. Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein had an island. Think about it. Like, the richest people in the world buy a place. Don an, Donald Trump lives in Mar-a-Lago. He had an island for all the Lolitas. Donald Trump lives <laughs> lives at Mar-a-Lago. It's in fucking well, Hurricane fucking Alley, you know, like Florida. Don't go swimming in the ocean either. There's lots of sharks. But Dan, what's that guy we used to listen to? Dan Dan Pen, Pena. Dan. He said he said Pena. this whole global this whole global warming thing is a crock of shit. Went up to uh, uh, Antarctica and they drilled and drilled and said, yeah, this is kind of a natural thing and there's nothing to be worried about. So it's all fear tactics. Dan Pena I makes mean, a great, great point. And he goes, if, uh, if I was a bank and I knew that global warming was a real fucking thing, why, the why would I... In would I give loans out for oceanfront property? Yeah, exactly. Why would I, as an insurance person back the insurance for 30 fucking years if the world's going to end no. in seven or whatever the fuck you no. say you know i mean shit like thanks aoc 
People you got to remember AOC. AOC. AOC doesn't everybody's got to remember. No, 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 no. A- A- AOC is not that cute. She thinks everybody wants to date her. As far as I I can tell, she sounds quite a bit like a Karen. And uh, like, the total like I said, she ain't that attractive. And when she and when she takes a vacation, she takes them down in Florida with her mask off and her. You know, when we're going through a pandemic, isn't that convenient? So it's like it's it's like the people that people want to believe in don't believe what they're telling the people, but they because they know the truth. I mean, or they just realize, hey, we're all going to die someday, and I'm going to go to Florida anyway. Nobody wears a mask. Whatever. There's a pandemic. But the thing is, a lot of people that took that fucking shot, a lot of athletes are having heart attacks. My question to you is this. Would you rather go to Florida or would you rather go to Texas? You know, us being... I would like the timeshare. Yeah. I would probably go to Florida. I would go to Florida first because Stoney's there. But also, secondly, I wouldn't have to worry about the border crisis. Oh, wait, hold on. The borders are... The border guy said the, the border's closed, even though two million people came in this year. Um... I think I'd pick Florida. Yeah, Florida's Florida seems. I mean, seems nice. I mean, Mike Boyle said it was nice. I mean, if you want to get some real estate in Florida, look up Mike Boyle. He says he does uh, real estate in the Jacksonville area. Shout out! Mike, I think we Mike might Boyle. get him on the comedy circuit circuit again. He you know, seems like he wants to go. Uh, I would love to have him on as many times as he wants to come on because, listen, how many conservative comics are out there? You know what I mean? Or, I mean a lot, a lot. They've been having to be silenced for a long time. Well, listen, you guys don't <laughs> got to be silenced on this podcast. That's for damn sure. And listen to us. I mean, we just go on and on about these different things, and it's like, you know. And then everybody's you, worried about being canceled. That's why I don't use my real name on this show. Uh, we we use it, but just you got to listen to the show to really know what your name is. You know, I mean, fuck. This is the captain. This is the captain speaking. Right. But you know what? I use my real fucking name because I don't care. Like, I mean, I want people to know, you know, that I I said whatever I said, you know, and I want to know that, you know, I wasn't playing some character. I'm playing myself. No, but you're playing a you're playing a personality, but you are still being yourself. It, it, the way I look at it is like when I talk politics, I talk politics like I'm a WWE guy, you know, I just, I, I say exactly. Cause I mean, honestly, when I'm serving the public and I'm helping customer service and stuff, I, I don't care what their politics are. If I did, I would probably not make half the sales. I live in Washington. I just, somebody comes in, has a problem. I can help them. I help them. And then if they're the same mind I do, I might want to want to play a round of golf with them or hang out with them, have a beer. What else do you got to say? But I mean, there's a lot of people, it, it's like going on a date. You go on a date and you're like, she's hot. Da, 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 da. And then you talk to her for like 10 minutes and you're like, this ain't going to work. And you just, you just try to write out the rest of the day. You pay the tab. Go home, and she's like, "You want to come in?" And you're like, "Definitely not." Uh, this is I mean, what you think uh, about no, I, in I, your I, retail experiences. 
Well, yeah, it's like somebody I work with. I mean, and, you know, I'll be fitting somebody and everybody, you got to remember, it's a golf shop. Everybody talks a little bit and, you know, says their mind. And we got customers that, like Yoda, you know, Yoda is a perfect example. You know, great. One of my best friends. Do we agree on everything? No. Has he... uh kind of got angry at certain con- concepts and stuff and I'm like yeah and when it when a friend gets angry at me or somebody like that I go I go I go hey I gotta stop it right here and they go what and I go hey you know what maybe I'm wrong maybe you're wrong but everything is fucked up right now and there's not much we can do about it and I'm not gonna waste my time tonight my evening my friendship with you in order to to see who's who's top dog we can do that somewhere else we can do it on the court we can do it on the golf course whatever i just i refuse at a certain point because i i used to argue with my friends a lot and uh prusky he goes hey sometimes you just gotta say hey dude maybe i'm wrong maybe you're wrong nothing makes sense right now nothing we can do about it let's move on and we ain't going to talk about this anymore because there's no reason to get angry i mean like i said like you said hey are you fuckers happy now is a good thing to come back to because i didn't vote for this you didn't vote for this but it is what it is and we got to deal with it and move on and hopefully we can change it down the road yeah i don't know I mean, there's a long ways before November gets here. I mean, because, like, November is the only time you can really do any shit about it. Like, we're talking about primaries and stuff that are happening right now. Like, the real game changer is going to be on November. Like, what is it, November 4th or something like that? I don't know. Early November, the 2022 elections. Uh, that's when we'll see if, like, the House numbers change. You know, if the House numbers change then we got some shit we can fucking do. I mean, Pelosi's got to go. I think it's a, I think it's, I think it's a brilliant plan. I think this has been set in from the motion. I think as soon as Trump knew he was elected, he didn't think he was going to make a second term. I think at that point he realized that what I need to do, what his weakness was the first time around is not having a lot of people to back him up. Yeah, he had, like, Doug Christie and shit in his corner, like, trying to advise him. Fucking serious? Fat fuck Doug Christie? If we could just get through this next next November, Trump's going to get back on the campaign trail. I believe Trump and DeSantis are going to be president, vice president. Quite I possibly. DeSantis, quite, quite possibly. I, I, believe, I believe two terms after that, DeSantis is going to continue the reign. He's young enough, and right? We're gonna I, mean, go, we're, young I think enough we're going to go can... through a down. I think we're going to go through a downfall right now. We're taking on way too much debt, and uh, people are going to be hurting. But I think uh, jobs, chips, um, grains, um, uh, oil independence, energy independence again is going to come back, and and I, I I think sanity as far as like. I don't have to worry about if you're a guy or a girl. I'm just going to call you fucking Brett. 
you know, that's your name. I don't, I, if I mispronounce your fucking, you know, your pronouns, I don't want to be thrown in gulag. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of this shit is insane. Cork night or, or drag queen hour for grade schoolers. Really? Okay. I, this is a real life problem. Things have gotten so insane. I work with one and it's like, I don't, I just try not to make icon. I, I'm in a position where I don't really have to work with this person, but uh, they walk around. So at this, my, so at this point, you actually feel uncomfortable, right? So I, I just don't even make eye. But you can't. You, I just you, keep doing you, my job. You can't. Well, you can't complain because you complain you're a fucking transphobe. Uh, I might get. I'm, you know. But but you but you no, an but HR you're issue. Uncomfortable. Right. It's a dude wearing a a, a dress. It's no different than when a woman used to walk around an office and uh, she was always intimidated, a guy that just made her feel uncomfortable, always hit, you know, it's like, get me out of this department. Can I go or just normal? Can I go normal? Like, I mean, this is weird to think about, but I'm thinking and you about need it to, out loud. You need, I mean, you need, it's, there's I only like a men's a, and a women's bathroom there. Which one does, which one does that person use? The men's or the women's? Which wears, well, hold on, hold on. It it wears Here's a dress. Question. Which one? Which one would he use? Or she? Or he? Or she? Or he use if he was fluid? She or he was fluid? Could you imagine that? I feel like a guy today because I got a cock. Uh, I got breast implants, so I'm going to go in the ladies' bathroom and look at some. I mean, I think it's very perverse. Yes, people with like fucking. Weird sex addictions and shit, dude. It's like fucking chopping their dick off and trying to. It's it's stuff being forced on us. It's like, dude, I've had enough. I'm just done. I'm just. If you want to pee behind a tree, I like to do that once in a while. Pee behind a tree, but I, you know, it's like when I go into the guy's bathroom. I'm not sitting there. I I go do my deal. I keep my head down. I wash my hands. I try to not make any eye contact. That's how guys respond to each other. Yeah, it's very, it's a very mechanical thing that the bathroom, except for here in Seattle, it's like I, fucking Jesus Christ. Like, there's, they're trying to, hey girl, they're trying to toe hey tap you, toe tap. I mean, they, hey girl, there's a what's lot, up? There's a hey, lot of, what's going on with your night? I a lot, lot of gay guys in the bathroom at, at a marriage game. Just saying, there's more than more. Just watch out for more than usual when you're out in in public in Seattle, and it's like a big event like that. You're a guy. Look out. There's the not non guy looking at your cock right next to you, but just don't fucking care. You just continue monkey pox. do your business. Try, try not to catch the monkey pox and, uh, you know, just fucking live your life. Be honest with people. If somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, say back the fuck off, dude. Excuse me. I'm a ma'am. Then you can be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get the memo. Yeah. I don't know. I thought you were in the men's restroom. I'm trans, trans. I'm trans fluid now. You're just gonna, time. you're just gonna give what you get. But, anyways, I think that's just fucking the whole fucking country's mentally ill. And yeah, fuck Fauci. Uh, we gotta end it right here. We're about an hour, I think. And uh, I'm getting tired anyway. We need a little, we need a little kid rock. We need a little kid rock in our life. So, bring him in. There it is. Let's go, Brandon. Anyways, thanks for listening to us. Uh, we'll be back again very soon. Follow us on 
Spotify for sure. Hit the subscribe button and uh, follow us on Getter and True Social. Our handle is at Totally Corrupt. And uh, that's all we have for you. Peace, everybody. Hey, I was thinking we need a guest next week. Text us. Yeah, okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.